something else though i got a little something else it's gonna cue me up from my comeback here i gotta i gotta uh get geared up here folks you know how it is this is the outcast episode 40 if you didn't already know back from hiatus in the third lockdown no longer feeling so depressed so we're getting juiced up we're getting juiced that the truth we back baby back with some more mixed martial arts boxing and a little bit of everything else to hit you guys with on saturday april the 10th as always i am al adams and thank you for listening to the alcast let's jump right into the program today shall we um starting with the world of mma we saw a bellator event go down a couple days back where Ryan Bader in the main event got a unanimous decision win over Leoto the Dragon Machida, both ex-UFC light heavyweight slash middleweights. Well, Machida was a middleweight. I don't think uh, Bader was ever that low. Bader using his uh, dominant clinch game and grappling to good effect over Machida. Um, Kat Zingano, who's climbing the hierarchy for uh, thickies in the MMA world, got a nice uh, first-round submission armbar in her first Bellator fight on her way to a featherweight title fight. It looks like she set her up in itself a good position to do that. Uh, of course, Bellator moving over to CBS and BBC over in the UK, uh, stepping up and looking like they're trying to become more of a legitimate competition with the UFC. So that's very exciting stuff to see um, fighters get more opportunities outside the UFC. It's good for everybody. What's that saying? The the rising tide raises all ships. So we like to see Bellator do good, 1FC do good. And I think in the future I'll try to talk about... Um, more fights outside the UFC and the MMA world as well, even though I, I feel like I've done a decent enough job talking about other organizations like 1FC and Bellator and um, Bare Knuckle and whatnot over the years, but there's been some good fights outside the UFC. And recently, speaking of, we also saw 
um, Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius Johnson, two ex-UFC champions. Demetrius Johnson, the ex-UFC flyweight champion, picking up an L, taking a grounded knee a la Aljamain Sterling, Peter Yan, but which is, of course, legal in 1FC, and uh, getting rocked and getting TKO'd after that early on in his 1FC fight. And uh, Eddie Alvarez, in a bit of a weird one, um, getting disqualified for some illegal strikes to the back of the head of a grounded opponent, ground and pound style, but it didn't seem like he was given much of a warning and whatnot. He just got uh, disqualified right away. And a lot of the shots I was watching, some refs would let go as they did appear to be on the, the side, back of the head area. You could kind of make a bit of an argument, but um, the guy was going to get TKO'd anyways, the, the way the fight was going. But it's just a shame that he just didn't uh, pick his shot selection a little better. And he could have easily TKO'd that guy. But it goes down as a disqualification loss for Eddie Alvarez, the underground king. So hopefully those guys can make a relatively quick turnaround. I know Eddie Alvarez didn't appear to take all that much damage. So I'm sure he won't be dealing with any kind of medical suspensions. And uh, Demetrius Johnson will probably be out for a little longer getting... Um, concussion obviously in his fight also in MMA we saw the notorious Conor McGregor after his fight in July I believe July 6th or 16th I don't know the exact date but um, he's already predicted in his trilogy fight with Dustin Poirier to get a fourth round front kick knockout very specific from Mystic Mac there but uh, you know he's picked his shots before uh, I was actually picking against Poirier in their second fight. I kind of bought into the McGregor hype once again. But now I'm leaning with my boy the Diamond in this trilogy fight. I think uh, his ring experience over the course where McGregor wasn't fighting as much and his uh, ring IQ and his confidence and his abilities and just how he carries himself inside and outside the octagon, I just believe he's probably the man to beat at lightweight even though we'll be seeing that lightweight title fight going down between Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler coming up as well I think Michael Chandler is right up there as well I was very high on Michael Chandler before he made his UFC debut as I'd paid close attention to his work in Bellator over the years and I knew he was definitely going to be a problem for many of these UFC lightweights uh, you can already see a lot of them changing their tune as they were kind of calling him like the, the best of the B team or whatever. A lot of people were kind of sneak dissing him when he first got into the UFC, but now he's kind of uh, shown what he's capable of in that first round knockout he had of Dan Hooker, which is very impressive. A guy like Dan Hooker who doesn't get stopped and is shown to be very durable over the years. Of course, we have fights on, is it tonight? Yeah, I guess it is, Saturday night, right? Um, between the main event, Kevin Holland, a.k.a. Big Mouth, a.k.a. The Trailblazer, and Marvin the Italian Stallion, or the Italian Dream, a.k.a. Angry Marv, Marvin Vittori. And uh, I'm leaning toward Marvin Vittori in this one, as Kevin Holland is a late replacement, even though he should be in relatively good shape just coming off that main event he had with Derek Brunson, but... I think Angry Marvin looks to make a statement in this one in hopes of putting himself either in a position for a title shot or 
in a number one contender spot, to say the least, I think. Um, shout out Darren Till as well, who had to drop out last minute due to a broken collarbone. Feel bad for Darren Till. Uh, that's a terrible injury to pick up, puts you out for quite a bit. And right when he was looking to um, really make a statement in that win and put himself in a position to fight Adesanya, who's shown interest in that fight. Also on the card, we see smiling Sam Alvey. Look, looking for him to pick up a win probably there. Uh, Mackenzie Dern, I mean Mackenzie Dern versus Nina Ansaroff, who's uh, the wife of Amanda Nunes. We got Mike Perry and Daniel Rodriguez. At People's Champ Mike Perry, always entertaining inside and outside the octagon, gets himself into a little trouble, but hey, who doesn't, you know? I'm leaning towards Mackenzie Dern in that Ansaroff fight, by the way, as well. And uh, my heart, I like Mike Perry. I want him to win, but I don't know. We'll see how he's uh, progressed at this new camp training with guys like Colby Covington and whatnot. I don't know much about his opponent, so I can't really give you much of an informed decision on that one. But I'll be paying attention to it anyways. <clears throat> I think that about covers it for the world of mixed martial arts. So let's go over to boxing, shall we? Keep it moving. We got... Um, of course, the YouTube slash MMA fight, the world of YouTube versus the world of MMA, or as Jake Paul called it, boxing versus MMA, as he looks to legitimize himself, I guess, as a pro boxer, and he, that'll be coming up in about nine days now, leaning towards Jake Paul early knockout in that one. I'd like to see what the odds are on that, actually, he might put a little shmoney on it, you know? Um, we got a matchroom boxing card. Coming up tonight as well with Connor Ben versus Samuel Vargas. Big, uh, are they super middleweights or middleweights? Uh, I should have looked that up. But anyways, that'll be a good fight looking for a kind of maybe a statement win for Ben there. He could put himself in really good position for a potential uh, big title fight if he can make a statement over a guy like Samuel Vargas who's been in there with all the top guys. I'm leaning towards Connor Ben in that one. Uh, I don't know if he'll get the stoppage over a durable guy like Vargas, but he could. The the way their styles match up, I think it'll be an entertaining fight either way. They both seemed really fired up at the weigh-ins. In the past matchroom fight, by the way, we also saw Dillian White beat uh, Alexander Povetkin in the rematch. Uh, very decisive fourth-round stoppage. Um... Also on this matchroom card tonight, we see Shannon Courtney versus Ebony Bridges, the Blonde Bomber versus uh, Shannon Courtney there. Australia versus the UK. And kind of like everyone else, I don't know what it is about Shannon Courtney, but I kind of want to see Ebony Bridges bash her up, to be honest. It's just how it is, you know? It's just how it is. We also see Savannah Marshall facing late replacement, um, a girl named Lindbergh. And uh, Savannah Marshall is going to definitely put her to work here as she's probably one of the top three, I want to say, at least female boxers on the planet right now from what I've seen from her skills in her last couple of fights, especially her last one. The way she moves, the way she pieces together uh, combinations, switches stances, um, body punching, carries power. You know, she's got a lot going for her. I might even... 
lean towards her in a fight with Clarissa Shields if that happens down the line. So, yeah, see an early stoppage for Savannah Marshall here within the first three or four rounds. Another celebrity boxing fight coming up. We see Aaron Carter versus Lamar Odom. That'll be an interesting fight there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what is there to say there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they decide what weight to come in at and how that's going to go. I really just hope um, both guys, you know, put in a certain degree of training so we don't see a total gong show in the ring there. I've seen some kind of weird stuff from Aaron Carter and Lamar Odom as well. Didn't look uh, exactly like the most coordinated guy on his first pad session video he put out, but I don't even know if there's a date announced for that fight yet, so they got time anyways. I think the summer is what they said they were planning, so July, August, I guess. Also another fight that I don't know if there's been made any progress on between um, Luis J. Gomez from the Legion of Skanks and several other podcasts. He's a stand-up comedian as well against Jason Ellis, formerly of uh, Sirius Satellite Radio, now hosts his own podcast and uh, ex-BMX bike rider and this and that. I guess you could kind of put it in the same um, celebrity boxing field. And that one will actually be a a lot more entertaining than the Carter Odom fight, I think, because uh, Ellis has kind of already had some uh, celebrity boxing fights. He's had a lot of training experience, and Luis Gomez as well. He's had a fight now, I think, as well as a lot of different training experience. And I think, I don't know if they've said if that's going to be MMA rule set or boxing, because I know Luis Gomez had an MMA fight. I think Ellis had an MMA fight, but they might have done boxing as well. So. Stay tuned for more details on that. That about covers it. Not too much in the world of football to talk about. My Ravens made a couple off-season acquisitions, signing good offensive linemen in uh, Kevin Zietler, who is one of the top available offensive linemen, which is a really good pickup for us. Uh, we also signed wide receiver Sammy Watkins, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills, a guy who I think will at least add a little bit of depth to our wide receiving core and give us some different looks and um, passing routes. So, which he's also a fairly big guy. I want to look up his physical stats anyways and see what he's at. He hasn't been putting up as crazy numbers as his first couple seasons in the league, but he definitely has wide receiver one potential. And it's going to be interesting to see how we draft as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Because we always seem to make uh, draft moves to move up the board and shift some pieces around. So I don't think Eric DeCosta, the general manager, is far from done. So looking forward to see what else the Ravens do. Um, I should have probably looked at some of the other free agent acquisitions that have gone over. Because that's really the only football news going on at the moment. Other than the usual guys getting in trouble for off-the-field shenanigans in the offseason. But... That's to be expected, you know, so we'll talk more about football as the draft gets closer and uh, more stories break. And let's go into some of the other news um, going on in the wide, wide world, you know. Rest in peace to my man DMX, one of the first hip-hop albums I ever bought. Um, just sad uh, complications related to a drug overdose at only 50 years old, so... 
just want to say rest in power to DMX. Um, Spotify remo- has removed 42 episodes, supposedly, of the Joe Rogan experience. It's kind of big news, as he said early on, there wasn't going to be a lot of censorship going on on their side in Spotify. And he's seen episodes with Milo Yiannopoulos and Alex Jones and Chris D'Elia all being removed as of late. So it's going to be interesting to see how that situation shakes out. And uh, I was wondering, there hasn't been as many episodes of Rogan coming out as of lately, so there might be some uh, trouble at home between the Joe Rogan experience and Spotify at the moment. Um, The raps have been picking up a lot of momentum after the trade deadline. Seems like their new players are fitting in, fitting like a glove there over there in Toronto. And just want to say big ups to the Toronto Raptors. I finally got my uh, Toronto Raptors logo tattoo after a few years back, I remember saying. Because it seemed like they were always getting booted out in the playoffs early on, like first round or second round. And I kind of made a promise to the universe that if they ever made it to an Eastern Conference final, that I'd get a Toronto Raptors tattoo. And I think it was a year or two after they made it all the way and they won the whole damn thing. So... I stuck through my promise. I got my little Raptors tattoo. Guess I'm definitely ball for life now, you know. I still haven't got out there on the courts yet this year. and uh, But I'll, I'll get out there. I just went on a big three-kilometer run, did some longboarding this week, some boxing outdoors. So we'll get out there and play some ball as well, of course. Boom, boom, boom. Another interesting story I saw that uh, there's been a lot of stock market hijinks as of late as I saw an interesting headline saying that there's been more money put into the stock market in the last five months than the last 12 years combined. So that's some pretty crazy stuff, especially when you think about all the businesses that are closed right now and you'd think that the economy wouldn't be doing that great and this and that. But I think since there's so many people not working that They're trying to make their money in other ways. So there's a lot of people kind of becoming day traders at the moment. And I don't know what it means in the long run, but it's good, I guess, that people are finding a way to make a little money. I almost got bought into the whole thing and put Wealth Trade Simple on my phone and was going to get into crypto and this and that. But then I was like, hey, man, I need all the cash I can have on hand. So. Uh, maybe if I get a nice little Easter egg in the bank account and have like a hundred K that I can play around with, I'll start investing. They say, I think there's a saying like the time to start investing is now. If you have like any amount of money that you can invest, I've heard people say you should, but I don't really. So it is what it is, you know, <laughs> and about covers it. We're going to go over to the old YT for the clip of the week, you know, um, pull up a couple of clips that I found recently entertaining or this and that I got a song I want to play a clip it of I know so I'll first play this new China Mac drop called the right one play a few um, seconds of that here probably a little ad coming up no hidden fees square terminal is a better way oh, yeah we put the ad on silence you know <laughs> It is China Mac right on oh, Damn with these YouTube double ads. What can you do though? What can you do though? Okay, here it is. 
Let's skip ahead a little bit. stuff that's some super hot fight you know next i got a clip from scooby-doo back in the day called daphne savagely shuts down some nerd they were headed towards a gloomy spooky house unaware of the dangers that lurked ahead velma will you stop <laughs> yeah cut it out velma what are you frightened of it was only a silent movie well, if the movie was silent, why can't you be? <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I dig it, you know? And the last clip we have for the clips of the week is a old anime, probably the best anime dub of all time, called Ghost Stories, which if you haven't heard about or checked out, if you like a good comedy anime, you need to watch this. This is the ghost stories construction crew. Still haven't told me what we're gonna do with that. Whatever. Just fill the hole, hole filler. Sure, Jackass. You still haven't told me what to do with these boards. Just move the boards over there, board mover. Okay, Jackass. Oh, Splinter. Oh. Hey, man. If you squint, looks like a clown. Shut up. You are here, and you're an idiot. Uh, but it does look like a clown. It is one creepy looking tunnel. Kinda reminds me of your sister for some reason. Yeah, chickens. So why'd they close off the tunnel anyway? Years ago, people went in there, but they didn't come out. Not unlike your sister. Hey man, let's get off the sisters. Especially since I just got off of yours. <laughs> I like your sister. She's one hot jewelo. I know that you're gay. Oh, great. You'll like this. Someone's on my ass. Look out, Ted! Oh, jeez. That one got me. It got me, you know? Every now and then you get one that gets you. I think that's good for this week, folks. Almost at the 25-minute mark. Well, we're getting there. We're at 23. Uh, so I'm glad to be back. Looking forward to trying to put out an episode a week once again. MMA, boxing, football, all that good stuff. I know I'm a little rusty, but I'm getting back into the swing of things. So hope you all enjoyed this episode. We breaking down, of course, all the action going down this weekend on those matchrooms and UFC cards next week. And uh, I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about. So peace out. Be kind to each other out there. Stay safe you know throw those spinning elbows like you john jones and try and get paid like him as well um work the body like you connor ben and uh roll with the punches bro roll with the punches like your ebony bridges trying to get away from that shannon courtney you know and uh 
Do your best, forget the rest. Beachbody.